I have something else written down here. Let me uh, look in my notes that I wanted to talk about. What a scholar with your notes. Uh, I'm just trying to remember. Oh, fuck. What was it? What was it? Another ah, bad God. point in the show. Titans! All right, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Titanomaki. Woo! It's, uh, it's another week. I'm Brad. I'm Hayden. And this is the show where we talk about Titans, the uh, new DC Universe live-action TV show. Yep. And uh, if you heard the first episode, <laughs> we had uh, several opinions. <laughs> just, just a few. Just a few about this show, because it sure is a time. Yes, it is. Uh, going into episode two, I, I have one thought that really sticks out before we sat down and recorded this. Uh... We're the kids of America. <laughs> that that whole section is uh, so fucking weird. Why? They, why they do don't you even need look that young? Oh, all right, all right. The weirdest part. The weirdest part. They all look like they're like thirty, but like they try to show up when they're younger and they're playing kids in America. They still look like they're like thirty. No, they didn't get like younger <laughs> actors or anything. It's no. just them again. And you're like, wait, is this supposed to be like a flashback? Because I. When I first like was watching the scene, I was like, "Is this, is this just another day?" Because I it took me a minute to realize it was a flashback. This episode yeah. was weirdly paced. Where the kids in America? Yeah. I was not feeling that cover. It, it wasn't was not, good. No, I'd really cover. prefer the, uh, I guess not really parody song from Meet the Robinsons, where it's like, "We're the kids of the future." Whoa. I prefer that over That's fair. this garbage rendition. You know, I've never I actually don't even seen that like, movie. It's not great. <laughs> it's one of Disney's weakest. I'll be real. I, uh, we're we're coming in swinging in this episode. <laughs> we're we don't like anything actually. Um, we don't. All right. Uh, uh, so for those of you who obviously um, may not have watched the previous uh, episode, or if you're just listening along, that's completely fine. For those of you who may not have heard the first episode of Titanomachy. We uh we love the cartoon. Um yep. the other adaptations we're not as familiar with, but we've seen some of them and pretty much every other animated adaptation we don't like. For the most part, I mean yeah. not some not just like the Teen Titans movies or whatever, like the ones the straight to DVD movies that came out. Those weren't good. I do like a lot of the DC movies like yeah. the animated movies, but the Damian Wayne movies and the Teen Titans heavy quotations on that movies weren't good at all. Yeah. <laughs> they were okay animated, but yes, everything else, garbage. From our experience, we're not mm-hmm. terribly into uh, Teen Titans Go. We're not terribly into Young Justice, any of that yeah. stuff. So we came to Titans. We were like, let's give this a whirl and uh, not, not loving it so far. But no. enough of that. Uh, you already probably know what this is, so let's get started on recapping what happened in case you didn't watch. All right, three, two, one, go, Brad. Recap. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start running with the uh, the first scene, which looks like something out of the Tick. God, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. It sure does. <laughs> it it's so weird because you see a guy tied up in like this garage, like this warehouse or whatever. Just a regular and, uh, Tuesday. He he's Hawk. He his uh he's the superhero of the Hawk. And he's wearing a very 
bombastically colored outfit. It's like really fucking bright. Again, it looks like the tick because it's like this weird gritty thing, mm-hmm. but like the costumes still look like it's from like a cosplay of a very screen accurate comics adaptation. It's very odd. Um, but he's all tied up and they're getting ready to torture him. They're like stabbing him and stuff. And he's like, Oh, I like that. And then, uh, I think one of them kicks him in the balls and then he's yeah. like, oh. uh, is that you're getting kicked in the balls? <laughs> that's my kicked in the ball sound. Uh, I'm I a professional voice in, actor. I need you to come in for that again. And, uh, more kicked in the ballsness, please. <laughs> Like you're getting your dick kicked, <laughs> no! not like you're getting your dick chomped off by a dog. Uh, so that's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. No <laughs> anyway, one will understand. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a guy comes in, presumably the leader of this operation, wearing, I believe, a lab coat and rubber gloves. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm going to make you feel pain. And the implication is he's going to cut Hawk's dick off. Um, yeah. Again, very odd moment. Uh, because he says, like, take off his pants. Mm-hmm. Dove comes in, starts slashing everybody, really, really bloodily slashing at everybody with her talons, uh, which are just, like, parts of her costume. Like, more violent, yeah, basically, like, more violently than Robin was in the first episode. Robin was fucking nutsoid in the first episode. Yeah, she's, like, she, like, slashes a guy's neck, I think. There's a lot of blood everywhere, and the yeah. blood does not look great. Um, it's, it's very really, it, it looks like that blood that you can buy at like Halloween stores yeah, for like zombie little, costumes. That's what it looks like. A little too red, a little too runny. Yep. Um, so she saves him and then they go back to their house and then they're like, oh, wow, hasn't this been great doing this crime fighting thing for a while, even though he's like, I'm going to, we're going to retire and we're going to go live on the hill. Good thing it's our last week doing superhero stuff and nothing bad is going to happen type of thing. Wink. It's, uh, wink. It's really shoving it's it in not, your face. It's not subtle foreshadowing. I'm like, wow, no. y'all are just laying it out there, aren't you? So they I also know bone. exactly what they sure do. They bone. <laughs> they, they they do the boning. In this episode. Oh, and she's, um, while they're at home, she's, uh, wearing a Superman shirt. Mm. I don't know what that means. I don't know if Superman exists in this world. I know nothing about this world. This is just vague DC world, which, uh, as we talked about before, kind of lends lots of problems because we don't know what's real in DC world or what's not or what's canon because we have no idea. Um, also that Superman is selling merchandise of himself. Yeah, which is weird. I'm like, all right, weird flex. She probably got it on, like, the backwoods of eBay. I've been there a few times. There's lots of Superman shit. (laughs) I mean, my thing is that it's like, there's just questions of, all right, so can you buy, like, a Batman shirt? Whatever. It it doesn't make much sense. So Hawk has built Dove a uh, birdhouse full of doves. I believe full of doves. Yep. Which are just, Uh, doves are just white pigeons. So he's just keeping, like, street birds that are white and she's like i thought you were up here drinking he said i was up here doing this and drinking i'm an alcoholic and charming to you specifically but we'll get to that later Uh, so uh we see they're living this great old life uh we cut back to robin and raven on the road after last episodes i think monsters are real with uh raven going off with robin into the sunset Mm-hmm. They sit at a diner, and it's a pretty charming scene. Like, it's probably one of the best scenes in there is Robin trying to be really nice and gentle with Raven, and Raven being pretty fuck-off. Yeah, no, they actually had a good back and forth. Like, this uh, this scene should have been in the first episode. Like, like we said last time, 
uh, episode one was super disjointed. If they had just kept to Raven and Robin in the first episode and put in scenes like this showing them kind of bonding and stuff like that, what happens in episode two would have been more impactful. Mm-hmm. But I do like how uh, just the two actors play off each other. They do have a good chemistry. I will give them that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in comparison to like Hawk and Dove who are supposed to be in love. Yeah. But they do not have good chemistry on screen. Yeah. And I mean, like, Hawk is, like, chubby, kind of douchey Chris Pratt. Yeah. Is the vibe that they're trying to give off for him. I'm like, I love Chris Pratt. He is charming and wonderful. But this guy just made me angry. Yeah. They're also hanging out in Washington, D.C., I think, which was strange. Or it's Washington. I can't. I don't. Washington State. Uh. Oh, well, the details don't matter. Anyway. Uh, so they're on the road, they're hanging out, Raven and Robin, that is. Mm-hmm. They're eating at a diner. Uh, they talk a little bit. The conversation is more about character, which is good. Uh, and then it cuts to, I believe, Robin's partner at the police station, looking at the dead body from episode one as if to go, hey, remember those things that happened in episode one, literally one episode ago? Uh, I don't know why she does this. I mean, it makes sense from her perspective, but I don't know why we see it. She just sees the dead body of the cult guy, which we get confirmation that he's part of a bigger cult that's uh, trying to stop Trigon. Yeah. So I don't I don't quite get why he... I, I guess he went rogue and then, like, killed Raven's mom to try to kill Raven, but again, I don't know why he killed Raven's mom. Still don't get it. It seemed like he was crazy, but, like, that's also contradicted by the fact that they do say that the cop was a plant they don't know where the cop came from yeah presumably he was also in the cult but that means that this guy went crazy but also had the foresight to hire the fake cop so the fake cop was apparently really on board with this crazy guy i don't i don't understand no i don't that whole like plot point doesn't really make any sense and i get that they're trying to lead up to like what's gonna happen with raven blah 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 but really it, just, yeah, it's... it feels so out of place with how they're writing it. And also, they had to give... Literally, I feel like that whole thing was there to give blonde cop lady, whose name I still don't remember, like, to give her something to do. Something to do, yep. I would agree. It's and... like, here, we're going to make you start to care about this character by shoving her in your face every once in a while. Yeah. Because that's what you're here for. She uh, She calls Robin to tell him about this. And she's like, where are you? He's like, you know, I'm out. Because that's the thing that you can just do. You can just kind of disappear from yeah, the police station. It, be like, I'm out working a case. It's Robin. That It's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. I mean, he came in saying that he had worked in Gotham Police, which I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I guess Robin. I, I will say, if nothing else, we don't see a lot of Robin at the police station. I, I don't think we'll be seeing much of that ever again. So kudos sure to... Kudos to them for following up on my request, even though it doesn't make much sense. Um, nope. So, <laughs> But does this show make much sense, though? No. He's talking to her over the phone, and then she says, well, I'm going to fax you. I think she said she's going to like fax him a picture of like the dead guy, which yep. is basically just so that Raven can look at his computer and then get faxed the picture of the dead guy, and then his face can come out like a CG blob monster and scare her. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're noting she's hanging out in a hotel room. Uh, again, decent scene of her, like, just watching TV. Uh, she asks Robin to order pizza. She says, don't order pineapple on it, which is fine. Again, I don't like the age differential terribly, but it's, it's okay. Yeah, um, but again, I was like, I, 
I think their chemistry is like good enough. Like their on-screen chemistry is good enough that I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll let you get away with shit like this. Yeah, it's good. Again, their stuff is good. It's not great, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, one thing worth noting that um my girlfriend pointed out who was watching along with us, she mentioned that they were watching Game of Thrones and it was in the middle of season two because uh, Arya Stark was on screen traveling with the Hound. And um, for those of you familiar, Arya Stark's this really strong, tomboyish girl figure from Game of Thrones who's really defiant despite her age. So they're trying to draw parallels between Raven and Arya, which is this weird timing thing because Teen Titans is older than Game of Thrones. And then they're trying to retroactively make Raven remind you of Arya, even though Raven is older in conception than Arya. But whatever. Fine. Uh, Problem with that, we'll talk about a little bit later, just for what she says about Game of Thrones. Which, by the way, Robin looks at what she's watching and says, Is that Game of Thrones? As if to say, like, hey audience, you see the reference we made? Is it subtle enough for (laughs) you? Don't, don't, don't look directly into the camera. Like, part of me wanted him to say, is that Game of Thrones available now on HBO Go? (laughs) Because (laughs) Looking directly in the camera, zoom in on the TV. Leave it to this show to just have someone, like, accidentally like look directly into the camera it's like you get the reference yeah um all right so I, I forget where this happens but uh a family which is called the nuclear family which i had to look up that's on wikipedia uh are just sitting in their weird 50s house and the dad says fuck and then he puts some money in the swear jar and then an agent shows up and says you've been activated so presumably the government has hired them to kidnap Raven. I don't know if it's the government or if it's the cult or the cult is part of the government, but they get all loaded up with drugs to go and kidnap Raven. But the only thing they know is that she was at the police station. So um, they start looking into what's going on there. Uh, cut back to Hawk and Dove. Robin has been driving Raven to their place in Washington. Again, I can't remember if it's D.C. or the state. Um, his plan is to drop Raven off with them. She hits it off with Dove. They have a conversation off screen for some reason. I don't know why it's off screen. Raven points out that her hair looks like uh, Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. I don't know why. I don't understand why why they're just like, yeah, we're going to talk about this other popular show in our show so that you'll be like, hey, we're we're cool. We're hip with the kids these days. We're hip in 2019. That's how it feels. And it's so stupid. It's very odd. Also, baffling, bafflingly, uh, whenever she comes back from hanging out with Dove and shopping and she's all happy, which Dove says is like, yeah, I'm not treating her like a kid, which we should have seen that conversation. We don't yeah, need no. all the stuff with Blonde Cop. It's literally, it's like, they're not following a good, I, I know I say this all the time, but this show has an issue with it. It's not a good show don't tell rule. No, it's They not. don't follow this at all and it drives me crazy because we should have at least seen them having fun and interacting because that would have given us uh more reason to root for dove and feel for her later on yeah and also more insight on raven because we don't see a lot of raven in this episode if she's not talking to robin yeah Uh, exactly we're i'm just i'm dropping the idea of calling them rachel and richie just because i don't i can't remember that every time no, exactly. Two That's episodes what... in, we uh, we we're giving up. Maybe I'll Dude, switch back to it. I gave up I don't know. first episode, so don't I know. Even... <laughs> I was like, no, nah, yeah. fuck it. I'm calling him this because those are yeah, names. Not... Fight me. I mean, oh right, isn't fucking? Oh yeah, the names of Hawk and Dove are Hank and Dawn. Yep. Because <laughs> that... it's close, isn't it? That's it's like if Robin's real name was Rowan. Ugh. 
I've known like four Rowans in my life. <sighs> it's I whatever. Let's keep moving. Um, <laughs> so he's sitting down and talking to her, and this is the where the this is where the Game of Thrones problem really comes in. Uh, Raven calls out from the other room. There's dragons in Game of Thrones. This show got way better, even though she was watching season two in uh the fr- well in this first hotel sequence. So she would have already seen the dragons because they're in season one. Also, how the fuck? Like, this show must have been filmed in, like, 2017 or 2018. How the fuck do you not know by that point that Game of Thrones has dragons in it? Like, if you even just know what Game of Thrones is, you know there's dragons in it. I have heard Game of Thrones be called Tits and Dragons before. That's that's, that's the name that I've heard. That's literally what the show is. I mean, fucking... So, like, I don't know if she's trying to be cute. There's no indication that that's the case. I don't know what the fuck is going on I think on that's there. what they're trying. They're trying to make Raven, like, seem, like, cute and whatever. I'm like, that's not who Raven's supposed to be. It's also not congruent with how she acts around Robin. And we can't know how she warmed up to Dove so quickly because we don't fucking see that scene. Yeah, exactly. Like, when they come in from their fucking shopping trip, she's like, but thanks, Khaleesi. I was like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, Did, no, no, she one acts my completely is, different. No, my theory is it's what? that the writers or the writer on this episode was just binge watching Game of Thrones. Very possible. And they're just like, you know what? You know what this show needs? More tits and dragons. That's More what this More tits and dragons needs. references. So we're going to have a sex scene. We're going to have lots of Game of Thrones in this. No nips, though. No nips. nips. No, 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 no. No nips, but just the top of the titty. <laughs> Top of the titty. Top of the well, speaking titty. Well, speaking of the top of the titty, the top of the titty himself, Hawk, comes in and he's like, Why is he here? Why are they in here? They need to get out of here. Wah, so, like, wah. all that charming veneer is gone. No, he, like, does a whole, he does, like, a 180. Yeah, he's he's all, he's all fucking angry. He's not even nice to Raven, which also would have been a good contrast scene. He's not particularly mean to her, but he's like, Yeah, we can't. He's all grumbly, because apparently... The first thing that uh, Raven notices about Dove is that she's still into Robin because empath powers. Yeah. And, um, all right, so Hawk and Dove are getting ready to get rid of Glove Dickman, and presumably that'll give them enough money to retire out in Wisconsin. Because that makes sense. It's like, are they, like, bounty hunter? Like, are they doing, like, bounty hunter kind of work? Are they doing mercenary work? Because how the fuck is taking this guy out gonna give them the money to retire they never specify and it's so frustrating yeah i don't are, are fucking superheroes fucking sponsored in this world i mean that's not something i've known DC sponsored have, by so. audible get your free audiobook today sponsored by hbo go right now basically <laughs> you know what? that's so, probably oh, it <laughs> oh right in the middle of this uh robin steps out for a little bit to look through his phone look at bruce wayne to be like hey hey remember batman remember batman and then he scrolls past bruce wayne and calls alfred he calls alfred pennyworth bruce wayne's butler to be like remember batman and then you hear over the phone just a pretty lazy voiceover of master grayson and then he's like yeah alfred i need some money and it's i don't we didn't need to see that we didn't need to see that all we really needed to see was him just opening his phone and then calling Alfred, and then we could just cut away to him having money. That's all we needed. It lingers too long. It's very odd. Yeah, exactly. Also, I think they literally, they're like, hey, everybody likes Alfred. You like Alfred, right? Right? Here's some Alfred. You love it. Take it. We're not going to hire an actor. We're going to hire someone to have, like, two lines that you can hear over the phone for some reason as Alfred. 
uh, and it doesn't even sound that interesting. Furthermore, no. um, yeah, it it's a very odd because why would section. it be interesting? Well, yeah, and Robin is intending to pay Hawk and Dove, who are broke as hell. They do mention that they're broke as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they think they're getting money. Unless they're going to, like, rob this criminal guy. Which, again, we have no idea who this guy is. He's not, like, a supervillain in any way. He's a guy who wears gloves, has unkept hair, and wants to chop Hawk's dick wants... off. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, he, he's got a dick fetish, a dick chopping fetish, and some rubber gloves. Obviously, supervillain. Yeah. Because that's all you need nowadays, apparently. So, uh, (laughs) we we, we come back around to the nuclear family. Uh, What they're up to is they're tracking blonde cop, Robin's partner, back to her apartment. Robin's partner goes in. She sees that there's a girl crying in the corner. And then she's like, oh, what's going on? Can I help you? And then they stab her. And then they start beating the shit out of her to be like, you're going to tell us where Raven is. Even though Robin doesn't actually tell her that he has Raven with her. He also doesn't tell her where she is or where yeah, he is. How, how the fuck would the nuclear family even know that this blonde bitch knows who the fuck Raven is? I mean, like, you could say that they saw the fucking, like, the cop infiltration guy, which makes me believe that either the government is doing this because, again, maybe they'd have access to the tapes in the police station or it's the cult. It's probably the yeah. cult, but I don't know if the cult is part probably. of the government. So, like, they could at least say, yeah, Dick Grayson talked to her, and then he went off trying to look for the fake cop, and then Raven disappeared. Um, but Blonde Cop was not expressly told where Robin is, so they're torturing her for nothing. No. We don't know if she's dead. She's probably dead, but maybe not. I hope so. I, hope I mean, so. actually, we probably would have seen her die on screen. That's how this yeah, show Yeah, probably. They're like, here, have some, have some emotion for this character you don't give two shits about. Oh yeah, speaking of emotion, let's talk to the title scene that we were talking about here, the uh we're the kids in America scene where it flashes back to Hawk <laughs> and Dove and Robin like beating the shit out of criminals like five years ago. And they don't look any younger. No. And um they mentioned that it's like, yeah, I remember the good old days kind of thing. But they're still like very brutally beating these criminals. It doesn't look non lethal at all. Like it looks like they're still killing them. Yeah, it's like this show doesn't know how to superhero. It feels like they're like, No, it's we're going for dark and gritty. We're going all the way, damn it. Yeah, every every single person is Jack Bauer in a silly costume willing to Actually, kill everyone though, in their path. That, that's basically it, and it's stupid. It's very odd. And again, it's supposed to present this contrast between the way that Robin fights, which is supposed to be considered very unhinged, because Hawk's like, he's a fucking psychopath. But they all fight the same way. They all yeah, fight exactly. the exact same fucked up way. Actually, I guess Hawk... Hawk is the one that arguably fights the least lethally because he just punches and kicks people. He doesn't, like... Have something to fucking stab them, but Dove like slashes their fucking necks open. So yeah, but she's a woman, and it's it, she's a woman, and it's hot. So he overlooks the fact that his lady is also killing people, but the fact that Robin is a threat to his manhood—that's the problem. I guess so. Also, Dove's weird, know. like duplicitous thing with Robin, or at least Raven saying like, "Yeah, she's not over you." It's so weird. It makes you like her less. Yeah. Their relationship makes her feel weirder. And it makes Robin seem like more, what the fuck were you doing here? And they treat it like he betrayed them or something. Yeah. And, it's and they give you no, clear. like, none of this episode was clear. I remember I watched it. I was like, yeah, that, that was okay. And I just think it was just so bad that I felt the need that I, 
I wanted to like this show. I really did. And I'm still upset yeah, that, I, no, that I it's get it. not good. <laughs> I um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it afterward, after we get through the summary. Yep. So, uh, they're talking about this. And then Robin is going to sit down with Raven because Hawk and Dove are going out to their last job, mm-hmm. uh, which he hears about from Dove after she goes out shopping with Raven. And then Hawk comes in. He's like, he's not going with us. And then... <laughs> Robin starts like instigating him and said this or I forget if he actually says anything. I don't remember. Robin starts instigating him and starts fucking pushing him and they start shoving each other and fighting each other and then Raven does a stop screaming like the demon voice and they stop. Yep. <laughs> uh then later Robin sits down with Raven while Hawk and Dove are going out to do their thing. And they have a pretty decent conversation again where she's talking about how like, you know, you should go help them because that's what you want to do and that's the right thing to do and you actually care mm-hmm. and robin's like i'm all fucked up and she's like well that doesn't matter you still need to help them which is sweet it's a, yeah. it's a sweet conversation i think if they focused on more moments like that because that is what this episode's strong suit is is yes. those conversations between raven and robin those that's where the episode yes. shines and i think that's why i was like yeah maybe i could like this because it does have like some kind of promise if they went down that path but they just kind of again the writing is so disjointed that the show doesn't really know what it wants to be yeah absolutely it feels like too many cooks in the kitchen i don't know how many writers are on this show but the way it's done it feels like they picked the stuff up off the cutting room floor and like pasted that together in like premiere (laughs) forced to guess as well just by the way that people talk it sounds like they're reading comic book panels it sounds less like dialogue yeah that's it sounds like a comic dub and i've done a lot of those so (laughs) yeah it sounds like they don't really know how pacing works for a lot of the dialogue so a lot of the time it'll sound kind of awkward Mm -hmm. and like even the reads like for the nuclear family in the scene where the dad just says what the fuck is going on in here it sounds so awkward because that probably would have felt more natural to read that but actually hearing it it sounds very very strange yeah that's why it's important when you write coming from two writers when you are writing you read your shit out loud so you know it sounds weird yes and you also focus on getting script writers for shows to make sure that the dialogue sounds more like dialogue that would be read out loud then yeah so it sounds like something that you would say yes um so raven has that talk with robin Robin opts to go help out Hawk and Dove. They're in a pinch. They're getting cornered by all these guys with guns. And Rubber Glove Man is there to say, we're going to cut off Hawk's dick. Why is this a running theme? I don't understand. I don't know why, if that's like a recurring joke, that the guy wants to cut off Hawk's dick. I don't know. I don't know if it's a joke. It's very odd. Because like the first time, it's because he's withstanding the torture. So he's just like, yeah, the first thing I can think of that'll be terribly painful is cutting off your dick but then he does it a second time so it's like no he just really wants his dick he's just really repressed i guess so i have no fucking clue what's going on with this character i wish Um, i knew they never really say his name they don't give him a name so it's not like he's some specific character guy i don't know dick cutter dick cutter he's dick cutter which, uh, by the way, Robin shows up and, like, uses, like, the, I think it was, like, garden shears that he was going to use to cut off Hawk's dick. He shoves them in that guy's crotch. Uh, yeah. 
And then he fucking brutally beats the shit out of everyone. He stabs a guy in the fucking eye with one of his Robin rings. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> what happened to being non-lethal? What the fuck, bro? Yeah, you gotta pick. Is he non-lethal? Is he lethal? Is he going too far? Is he not going far enough? Like, alright, so he then tracks down the one criminal and beats the shit out of him, and he's, like, beating up everybody, but Dove is also doing roughly the same amount of damage. And then Robin, after he saves Hawk and Dove, just comes and looks at them and says, pretty much, you're welcome. So, or he says, like, we're even. Some shit like that. So, more or less, the problem becomes, he's not really feeling that bad about it. He's not out of control. Even though earlier he says, you don't know what I've become, to, I forget if he says it to Dove or Raven. I don't know. I, I think he says it to Raven during their, like, conversation or whatever. I don't fucking remember. I, I, I don't remember The show either, but... needs to pick a lane and stay in it. But yes. it's a shitty Texas driver swerving from lane to lane to lane. <laughs> that is the only way I can describe this show. Yes. Is is your universe, like your film universe or your show universe in this case, so gritty that every fight is bloody and gory and going to end with someone dying? Or is it a universe where that's not common? Superheroes use expressly non-lethal force and try not to get anyone all bloodied up. And then Robin is the aberration. Because so far, Hawk and Dove treat Robin like he's the aberration, like he's doing all this bloody fucked up shit. But they do the same fucking thing, so it doesn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't... It loses all impact of what they're trying to say. And it... It just makes the show fall flat. And it, it feels like the fight choreography was filmed separately from, like, the writing of the rest of the show. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, we know this fight's gonna happen. Let's just film this first and then come back once the script is done. And it yes. reminds me a little bit, like, if that is the case, and who knows, maybe this, maybe the scripts are getting changed constantly while in production. It reminds me of, like, you've watched, like, the Jurassic Park movies and shit like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, do you know the whole thing that happened with, like, JP3? Where... No, I never did. Okay, basically, long and the short of it, the TLDR, as the kids say today. Indeed. Basically, the entire time that movie was in production is the scripts were, like, getting changed the entire time. Like, the Jesus. movie that it is now is nothing like what it was at the beginning. Jesus. And, like, the original scripts have been leaked. I'm like, this would have been so much better. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised. I know I saw that I think a different director did the first two episodes of Titans and then it switched to some other people, so that yeah. probably doesn't help. That probably doesn't help because we've yet to watch episode three and i'm scared <laughs> yeah um who knows what the fuck we're gonna see It'll so like robin time. also <laughs> sorry go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no i said go. it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good time robin also treats himself like he's this berserker whenever he starts fighting but mm. he seems pretty goddamn calm at the end of this fight like he just goes we're even or you're welcome or something like that he's really fucking calm he's not like <sighs> he's not crying or anything yeah, like he, he's, he's he's fine he acts like there's all this like pain and emotional impact on himself like from what from how he fights and what he does Yet he shows nothing. There is no, like, there's no trauma or anything. There's no sign that he feels any remorse about this. And it really, again, makes the whole idea lose impact. I feel like there's so much buildup in the dialogue that all these characters have. But it's all just them talking out of their butts, really. 
Yeah, it's drama for the sake of drama. It doesn't feel like a natural human character problem. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, I feel bad about the way that I fight, even though it's identical to everyone else's. So mm-hmm. it's just them saying it. So that later, at basically any point, they can say that Robin doesn't fight like that anymore. And because he's fought the same way in every single instance we've seen it, it's not going to mean anything to us. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. And it's... It's very convenient. <sighs> It's them just writing, so it's like, hey, if we decide we want to change how Robin fights, then we can do that. Or, like, maybe yep. maybe they're setting it up so when they all band together as the Titans, they can have Robin, like, soften his fighting style, essentially. So it's like, Hopefully. see, he had a character arc, a really yeah. crappily written one, but it's there. Because yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen, and... <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> show's bad <laughs> it's it's not good let's uh let's wrap this up though because we're on the last sequence shit yeah so go ahead robin hawk and dove get back to the apartment ravens uh up on the roof looking at the birds looking at the bird hutch the dove hutch because it's for a dove and <laughs> it's got doves so that they can have this scene happen in just a second uh Hawk and Dove see that Robin was going to leave them a bunch of money to take care of Raven. And Raven realizes that when Robin says he's going to leave, he's not intending to come back. Uh, and then she's really upset about this. Robin is pretty defensive. He's like, look, I just, I can't, I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to have a family. And he's like, I, I was going to come. He gets all like defensive. He's yeah. like, I was going to come back. She's like, you're lying. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she she can always tell when people are lying. I mean, that's not too bad. I mean, no, that's fine. Like, the scene's not terrible, but... eh. (laughs) Yeah, again, we just... We can't feel too much for Robin because he doesn't seem to feel a lot of the pain that he's describing. On screen, at least. Um, Raven then looks at him and says, probably the only good line in the episode, or, like, one of the only good lines, which is, you must lie a lot, you're really good at it. Because even she couldn't tell at first. Which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty painful. It slams Robin pretty hard. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good line. It's better than, my mom always said monsters weren't real. Yeah, yeah, that's shit. It's like, it's worlds apart. (laughs) Yeah, Robin and Raven, again, are the best part of the show. Even Mm -hmm. though Robin is, Robin is way more of a train wreck than Raven is. Raven is a problem mostly because of the things happening around her. They're having this emotional talk. Hawk and Dove are all fraught and distressed. Fucking nuclear family shows up. I don't know how. I don't know how they located Robin, unless they fucking... Okay, so the reason that it's confusing is because Robin never actually explains where he's going to his partner. So his partner has no idea. Even if they tortured her, she wouldn't know. So how the fuck did they find Robin? No one knows where he went. He's not reporting his location to the station. There's no reason for anyone to be able to locate him. Especially because he's at Hawk and Dove's apartment. So even if he says, I'm going to Washington, they probably wouldn't know where the fuck that is. Like, what part of Washington are you going to? Or to who? They would have to know a lot of details about Robin already. Yeah. And also, like, fucking, the only person who probably knew the rough vicinity he was in was Alfred. Which, I mean, there would be a lot more problems and a lot more questions here if they just fucking kidnapped and beat the shit out of Alfred for information. So, I don't know how the fuck they found them. No, and it makes no sense. There's no lead-up to it at all. It doesn't, again, show 
how they came to any of these conclusions. It's just all convenient for the sake of, hey, we don't really feel like writing in this part. So uh, here they found them. Ta-da. Yeah, it's it's them just going, look, they need to have a fight here. So the nuclear family shows up, and because they're all tired out from the previous fight with uh, Glove Dick Man... Uh, Hawk and Dove get the shit beat out of them. Robin gets knocked off the building almost, where he's, like, clutching the side. Uh, Raven's pretty much just sitting there the whole time, chilling out. She's not powering up or anything. No. Which I, uh, I'm like, okay, she doesn't really have control over her abilities. I get it, but still. I know, that would be prime time for Dark Raven to come out. Um, exactly. And it would also, like, prove the yeah. point of, like, why the nuclear family's there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But, you know, that would be good-ish writing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Dove gets, I think, like, hit with a bat or some shit where she gets, like, uppercutted or something. She gets thrown, either way, through her birdhouse. Like, the roof of her birdhouse comes off. She gets thrown off the roof. And uh, Raven gets taken. Robin manages to climb up on top of the building to see that Raven is gone. Uh, sees that Hawk is pretty much down. Uh, Dove is on the ground like on the pavement down below he runs down the fire escape and then he's like dawn dawn and then she says so the audience knows as far as we can tell i'm dying to indicate to the audience she's dying and, because uh, you know it there. wasn't wasn't obvious or anything and it hadn't been not so subtly foreshadowed or anything yeah. you know because, you know you know when you stop, when you stop the last episode with like a minute of Beast Boy, like stealing a video game, you'd assume the next episode you see what Beast Boy is doing with that video game. Like we see no Beast Boy here. Yeah, you would think that they would give us something in reference to the first episode. The first episode just feels so like it feels even worse now because of how they did episode two. So I'm interested yeah. to see the way they go with episode three. Because I'm like, will Hawk and Dove even matter? Like, what's going to happen? I'm I'm interested to see what they do because where's Beast Boy and Starfire? What's happening? Is Dove actually dead? I mm -hmm. mean, my thought would be that if Dove dies, Hawk will probably stick around trying to get revenge or just be like, fuck you, you ruined everything and just hang out. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. He's a bad character anyway in this yeah. show. So. Hawk and Dove fucking suck. Uh, Starfire also is completely absent here. Like, just completely absent. Uh, she doesn't show up at all. There's no mention of her. You don't even see her, like, buying a plane ticket or anything. She's just No, and what's here. so weird, what I really found odd is that in the last episode, like, episode one, she kills the dudes and then picks up the picture of Raven and it's like, okay, this person, whatever. And then in episode two, they're like, oh, the nuclear family is looking for Raven. So I get what, that they're building up towards, like, there's multiple people looking for this girl. But when it goes from one person, like, Starfire looking to going right to the nuclear family, who we've got no, like, reference for, unless you're really deep in the comics, because I had no idea who these people were. <laughs> Absolutely. I... Don't know who the nuclear family was. Mm -mm. I only saw that on Wikipedia. Me too. <laughs> and uh, the thing about Heroes, just to bring it back around because yeah. Heroes is the easiest comparison point for this show. Heroes consistently kept cutting every, I want to say, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes to, like, what someone else was doing. 
like it would be Peter Petrelli, then it'd be what the cheerleader's up to, then it'd be Hero, then it'd be what Siler's up to, then it'd be yeah. what, uh, I think Mohinder, like Dr. Mohinder was mm-hmm. up to. So you would get all of these things and you would never be like, <sighs> we, we had a problem here where in the first episode we cut between what Raben, Raben, <laughs> good old Raben. Good old Raven. <laughs> my, uh, my Raven Robin ship here, which would be severely illegal given the age difference. Uh, We cut between Raven and Robin in the first episode, and then we also cut to what Starfire's up to, ending with what Beast Boy's up to. In the second episode, we cut between what Raven, Robin, and Hawk and Dove are up to, and then we cut to what the nuclear family's up to, along with Robin Cop, Blonde Cop. Yeah. We don't see any of Beast Boy or Starfire. Even a little bit of that to start this off would have been better, or if you're going to do this, then you should have just done... Episode one is all Raven and Robin, mm-hmm. and then episode two is Beast Boy and Starfire. Yeah, or Not at this, least like, resolve, like, mini arcs, or be like, hey, here's Raven and Robin stuff, and we're going to set that up, and then the Starfire and Beast Boy stuff is going to set up their own stuff, but also carry, like, tie-in plots from episode one, and then by, like, episode three, four, they're all starting to, like all these little, like, plot points are starting to converge. And then by, like, mid-season, that's when they should all meet and have, like, all the tie-ins kind of make sense, but also open up new things for, like, new plot points to happen to carry the story. Yeah. That's the importance of subplots, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, and balancing how you handle the main plot, which is arguably Raven, Mm -hmm. with the subplots, which are... Starfire and Beast Boy, it just, it makes the Beast Boy moment at the end of episode one feel so random. And it really was, because there was nothing else about him in the episode, and then get to give us, again, nothing in episode two? I just feel like it was a really poor choice to put Beast Boy in the first episode. Yeah, if you're going to do that, you should have just started episode two with, like, him getting back to, I don't know, like, a hideout that he's living in. And then him plugging in and playing the video game. And then, like, maybe see on the news, hey, there was this woman murdered in her house in this area. And then cut back to, you know, outside of, what was it? Fucking Detroit. Yeah. Like, cut to Detroit. Like, you would use that as the jump cut. You would see that. So that way it feels cohesive, where he's not necessarily part of the story, but he's, like, aware of things going on because he at least sees it on the news or some shit. So that way you would feel like, yeah, this is all part of the same narrative. Or at the very least, like, ugh, fucking Starfire, you could have been like, well, this agent is uh, trying to activate the nuclear family by getting them to go out and hunt Raven. And then have him, like, make a call to, like, another agent. Or trying to get a call into like, that Constantine guy. Yeah. Who's looking for a Raven. And then you could see what Starfire's up to in episode two at least a little bit. But it just feels disconnected now. It feels like we're not going to see them doing anything until episode three. Or even past that. We don't know. Yeah, because I'm like, the clips that they show on, like, when you're scrolling through, like, Instagram or Twitter or something. Like, the ads that'll come up as posts. There's a scene of them all training together. So I'm like, I obviously they meet up because the show's called Titans. But, like... The way they're writing it is so disjointed. I think the reason it works, the way, like, Heroes is edited, like, the reason that works is because 
they do have interconnecting storylines then as the as they all play out you see it all connecting and coming together as one big storyline and yes. i i think that's what they wanted to do with titans but yeah. the way and how poorly this show is written it just doesn't work and it comes off so like mediocre yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't feel like these are all narratives that have something to do with each other, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't know how to balance the actual focus. Especially, again, when we cut to shit like Blonde Cop, who no one cares about. Not one no. person is watching this. Why is she there? It's like, is she going to die you? soon? Is she going to die soon? That's all I care about. I mean, we called it in episode one that she would get fucked up and killed, and she would probably fuck Dick Grayson. Well, she may not fuck Dick Grayson now, but she's dead or, like, definitely out of commission for a while. Yeah, and they'll expect you to feel something. Definitely fucking called it. Yeah, I mean, but that was so obvious. It was more obvious than their fucking foreshadowing. Oh, yeah, this episode literally starts with the heroes thing last time on Titans with yeah. Raven saying it. It's like, oh, Which, I mean, that's on. a standard thing for TV, but it is like, no, this is Heroes. Yeah, no. This is just Heroes. I've been watching uh, this show on Netflix called You, which is so yeah. good. God, it's so good. I'm going to probably keep watching that later today. But anyway, like, that show starts, like, every episode is, like, previously on You. Like, it starts with the main dude doing the whole previously thing. But that, So that's standard TV, but the way they do it in Titans is such a blatant ripoff of Heroes. And I'm like, I sh- I'm just going to go back and watch Heroes, because that show, like, season one was so solid. Yeah, it's really good. We cannot recommend it enough. The Titanomaki podcast, where we tell you to go watch Heroes instead. I mean, oh. you know? <laughs> oh, oh, now I remember. The okay. fucking... The thing that I wanted to bring up is the fact that Raven, when she gets on fucking Dick Grayson's computer... Looks up, Dick Grayson immediately sees that he was adopted by Bruce Wayne. Oh my god, yeah. Like, how the fuck, like, and Robin clearly must be known by criminals and other people outside of Gotham, because they know who he is, so anyone could just fucking Google, like, oh yeah, this guy adopted this kid who's an acrobat. I wonder if that has to do with that crime fighter in the area where he lives, who has a new kid sidekick, who's a fucking acrobat. Like, you should be able to Google that shit. Fictional crowds are stupid. Bid. They're stupider <laughs> like than people on Twitter. You can't do that. Like, that's. You, she shouldn't be able to Google, like, oh, hey, I saw you lived with Bruce Wayne. And also stop throwing Batman in our face. We get it. He worked with Batman. Like, this is a know. Batman kind of thing. We we know who Robin is, guys. You, you can you can stop now. That's literally yeah. how I feel. Because it's like, hey, hey, you know this other character? Hey, remember this character? You know? Hi. Yeah. Notice us. See see our references? Love it. Love our show. Please buy our merch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> support our Patreon. <laughs> Click subscribe and ring that bell icon. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking this whole show. <laughs> I don't know how they got it so wrong. Well, I mean, I get it because they're trying to make a gritty adaptation of Teen Titans. It's trying to be heroes. It's trying to be... Like a lot of other shows on right now that are very gritty and violent. Again, grabbing that 24 vibe of doing whatever you need to to stop the bad guys. And also a little bit like the Marvel vibe of like, yeah, Iron Man can just like kill people in Hydra and you don't really think about it. 
but that doesn't apply here. It doesn't make as much sense when it's like, these guys are supposed to be doing these things non-lethally. Or at the very least, they're throwing it in your face that they're supposed to be doing it non-lethally because Robin is treated as being so weird. Yeah. You'd think that if they want Robin to stand out, they would at least give us some more contrast. Yeah. Between the how most we get he, is Hawk. Yeah, is Hawk. And, but because Hawk's such an asshole... The contrast doesn't work at all. Yes, like, the contrast does not work. Like, even though he maybe like, Hawk is the only one fighting non-lethally, because of his dickness, I guess, like, his assholery. As opposed to dick's dickness. <laughs> you know what? Fight me. His assholery negates all of the contrast they're trying to create, and it just, it's stupid. It's poor writing. Hey, hey, I just realized. What? Dove's a big fan of the dickness either way. Hey! Oh, she's probably dead. She's probably dead, but that's okay. Uh, She was back character anyway. Were you interested in those characters at all? Like, were those bits at all interesting? No, I didn't give a... I don't care. They can die. They also screamed like, we're going to retire after this, which is always code for, we're going to get rid of these characters. Yeah, and at one point, she also had, like, the classic, for those of you who watch anime, the anime mom or, like, sister character who wears their hair over their shoulder in, like, a a side ponytail over the side tail. It's, like, the clear sign that this character is going to bite it any minute she wore that in one point in the episode it's like she's fucking dead it's doomed it's all doomed i think this whole show is doomed apparently it gets better after episode three but uh (sighs) episode two didn't give us much hope no but we'll we'll find time to watch episode three we'll keep trekking we gotta keep going we're gonna go till this show's fucking canceled yep (laughs) um so hayden i do want to bring up Uh uh-huh we talked about it a little bit at the beginning and a little bit throughout, just a tiny bit, but I want to bring it up full front here, full disclosure. Full frontal. You had like a fucking, you had a little crisis actually after we watched this episode. <laughs> I wanted so bad to like it. You you were telling me like, I feel bad. I don't like it. Yeah, I want to like it. I feel bad. It's Titans. And like, I love the comics. I love the series, like the cartoon series. I've started, like, I like the Teen Titans Go movie. I don't like the series, but I love the movie. It was a good time. Yeah. It was fun. And I just, I feel so bad. I don't like this show because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Titans property. And I'm like, I'm... I'm supposed to like this. Why don't I like it? Why Why do I hate everything <laughs> that this show is? Why am I so angry? I mean, this is kind of <sighs> what I'm going to talk about here for a second. Because I think you're fine. Um, I am identify. I, though? <laughs> I can identify the feeling because I get it. Because it's like, you know, it's not fun to hate everything. Uh, some of you may comment, like, why are you making a whole fucking podcast about a show you don't like? And that's the thing. The thing is that we like the property it's based on, so that's why why we're talking about it, because we really did want to go into it and like it. Um, it's just... The problem is that this is not, like, a webcomic. This is not, like, a little indie visual novel or something like that. It's not an indie video game. It's not an indie film. No. This is, like, a whole fucking multi-million dollar TV production. So it's not... It's not a piece of art. It's a product. 
Yeah. You can have both. You can be both. That's fine. I love, like, big published video games, and I like some big studio movies. But in this case, DC is a gigantic corporation that probably had multiple executives go through and review the script and look through it and make suggestions and demand changes and ask for specific aesthetics and specific casting choices. So the result isn't a actual artistic vision of any one or two or three people. It's not even the artistic vision of, like, the actors who are really doing the best with what they've got. Yeah, you can tell that they're trying. Yeah, they're really doing their best, and no one's really doing a bad job. No. Like, you could argue Robin is, but that's mostly because of the script, because it's not telling him, you should be more sad after you fight. You should be more broken up about it. But yeah. that's not what's happening. It's like, you can tell that the director's not really giving it his all, or their yeah. all. Is it a guy? Director? It is a guy in the first two episodes. Know. I didn't write his name down. All right, cool. We don't actually need to know the production staff of this. No. You can you can go look that up on your own. We're not here to educate you on that. Um, sure aren't. We're here to bitch. <laughs> we're here to complain. But I don't blame totally any do. individual person on this production team. I don't blame any of the actors. I definitely just blame DC for looking over this and going, yeah, this is what Titans should be as a company because this is not a great product. They clearly made a gritty distillation of what makes Teen Titans good and focus too much on, yeah, we're going to have sex, and we're going to have violence, and we're going to have darkness, and we're going to have, like, a nuclear... Fucking nuclear family, who the only thing that you see is that they're, like, jacked up on steroids or, like, pain reducers. (laughs) And then they're just, like, the edgy 50s family, which feels like kind of joke characters, but not quite so severely, I don't know, animated. Like, they feel like joke characters and cartoon characters, but they've also got that... We're an ultra-fucking-violent, gritty tilt on that. So it always feels just a little bit weird and a little bit off, and it cannot reconcile being a gritty, realistic show with being a comic book adaptation. So it kind of does both of those things too weirdly or too badly, which is, I think, perfectly exemplified in the scene with Hawk in his fucking goofy-ass fucking superhero uniform tied up in a garage with a guy who's about to chop his dick off. Okay, you know what that opening scene felt like to me? What? And I know I bring up cosplays a lot. Yeah. Because I'm like, look, I love cosplay. I speak for a living. (laughs) Don't we all really? (laughs) Yay. Um, I love cosplayers. I love cosplaying. I just, I love it. But it makes me think of poorly done, like, cosplay skits. Or there's, like, fan films online that are just not like the costumes look great the set is awesome but the writing and maybe the direction of it isn't good at all and it just takes away from the whole thing that is what all the hawk and dove scenes feel like to me i think and that's the thing is that i will say in those cases if you produce something where like the costume looks really good because you worked really hard on it, but you're not necessarily an actor and you do a skit like that, that's fine. Like you, no one should be going on yeah. there and like shitting on you at all. Like that's fucked up. No, exactly. Uh, this this is millions of dollars behind it. This yeah. is millions of dollars behind it. No, it does, and that's why it's so disappointing. That's why it feels so disappointing. Like if I see a co- like if this was a cosplay skit or like a fan film, I would be blown away. I'm like, "Damn, that's so cool. Like look at all the work you guys put in. I would be impressed." But because yeah. it is a multi-million dollar series, that is why I'm so disappointed. I'm like, yeah. "This is poorly done." 
Yeah, I mean, we probably wouldn't love it. If this was an amateur thing, fine. We wouldn't love it, but we'd appreciate it more. Yeah, it would be worthy of more respect because it would be like, well, you clearly did the best with what you had, and like, I like your concept here. Yeah. Uh, It's really neat that you got to do that, but... Like, as a multi-million dollar official, this is the Titans TV show. It ain't great. No, it's not. This and ain't it, Chief. I think that's the rub, really. Is it this feels... This ain't it, Chief. Yep. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. But it feels amateur when it should be so much better. And it could be. It has... I will stand by the fact that it has potential to have been something great. It... It might still be okay. Like, I think it might bring in elements that will make it okay. I mean, the worst thing for us would be if it just turns into an okay TV show where we're just watching this mediocre thing where... Hayden, you checked your phone again during this episode, right? Oh, I've checked it multiple times, dude. But it's literally... I just... Listen, I have an addiction. I know. It's fine. I whipped out my phone like halfway through to take notes, so I get it. Um... I wasn't taking notes, I was looking at Instagram. (laughs) This fucking episode should have been called Birds of a Feather. All fucking four of the main characters are bird-related fucking superheroes. Fucking Robin, Raven, Hawk, and Dove. They're all fucking no, birds. It should Why have been it called bird- birds of a feather? That would have been so much better. Instead, they're just like, Hawk and Dove is the episode because obviousness Hawk is and Dove subtle. are in it. No, literally, that is like the idea of this show is like, we don't do subtlety. What we yeah. think is subtle, we are literally putting it on like a giant neon sign in your face. Being like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's still not terribly because well explained. Because subtlety is for idiots. Yeah, no, it's not terribly. It's not explained. It's not explained. And the show's bad and I'm angry about it. That is my... Mm. <laughs> I have I'm glad, I have I'm glad you got over that crisis then. I'm over it and now I'm just mad. Are you happy now? <laughs> I just I just felt bad because you, you came out of it legitimately pretty distressed. I was worried. I was like, do you... You you good? No. You still want to do this? <laughs> that was so. That was the funniest part. You're like, do you still want to do this podcast? I'm like, no, I do. I'm just mad that I don't like it. <laughs> I'm mad that it sucks. And that's fine. I I <laughs> the number one thing I want to do with this podcast is have fun talking yeah. with my friend about Teen Titans. That's what this is all about. All you viewers, listeners, whatever. <laughs> You are all, all secondary. No, if you listen to this, I appreciate it, but uh, we're definitely doing this for us. It's uh, it's just for us. We we need an excuse to bitch about this show and like to oh, talk yeah. about it and just be giant nerds about Teen Titans. Like we love it. As you guys Absolutely. probably, if you listen to episode zero, you'll realize how much we really love this series. Like especially Absolutely. like the cartoon property. And I've been getting more into the comics recently. I'm like, damn, this is so good. <sighs> Absolutely, I cannot stress enough if you want proof that we do actually like teen titans just go listen to episode zero it'll be posted by now yeah it'll Um, be up by the time you guys are hearing this absolutely we god just if nothing else from this podcast just take some time to go back and rewatch teen titans the cartoon that's all we ask because do yourself a favor read the comics learn a little more about these characters 
and watch the original, not the original cartoon, but the 2000, like, two, Yeah, not like the 1970s, 1960s fucking. Which I stand by. Yeah. By the time we record episode five, we should watch that. Yeah. And do a special on it. <laughs> look, we, look, you only get one special. You got to pick. Episode five, are we watching the Teen Titans Go movie or are we watching one episode of the 1960s? Teen Titans. Both. <laughs> you gotta pick one no. and we gotta wait for the other one until episode 10 I'm, I'm putting fine. my foot down I'm only watching so many of these fine episode 5 you're watching the Teen Titans Go movie episode 10 or actually you know what that can be our finale our finale <laughs> special is the original cartoon from the Teen 60s. Titans cartoon from like the 60s please cause I don't want to sit through that alone <laughs> That's fine. We'll we'll do it. And if they publish another fucking Damian Wayne movie, if they haven't already retconned that, because I think that was attached to New Fifty Two, and New Fifty Two is dead. Yeah, uh, we're watching that. If shit. they make another one of those, we'll watch that. Yep. I feel like Let this you know. show, like I feel like this podcast, in between the seasons, what it's going to become is just us watching other Teen Titans properties and talking about that. Yeah, I have no problem with that. No, I have no problem with that either, and I hope those of Look, you listening are ready for that because that's what's yeah, that's what's gonna happen. It's always a laugh uh, getting to sit down and talk about this because again, we really love Teen Titans. So mm-hmm. even when it's shit like fucking Raven watching Game of Thrones and me getting angry about it, it's still fun and fun. I mean, after I watched that episode, I was like, you know what, I should do should go watch Game of Thrones. So you know what, Titans, you did your job. You did your job. You made me want to go watch Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Titans sponsored by HBO Go, which I don't even think it's available on. I think it's just right now on, like, the DC shitty streaming platform and then Netflix. It sure is. Uh, I think that does it, though. I think we're going to wrap it up now. I think that's a good stopping point. I feel good about it for the most part. Yep. We're probably going to sit down and watch episode three later. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I'm around. At some point, it'll happen. All uh, right. Any any closing thoughts, Hayden? Um, I'm angry. I don't like the series, and I'm angry that it's bad. But I'll keep watching it anyway because I'm I'm in for a penny and for a pound. Let's do it. <laughs> That's a good way to close this out. I will say that my girlfriend, my wonderful girlfriend, did not watch episode one. She sat down with us. Uh, well, we sat down. She was lying down, uh, with a headache. With this on, and I remember her going in the middle of the episode, what the fuck is happening? Even though I already tried to explain it to her. Yeah, but that's basically the show. Even even for us, like, who had seen episode one, we're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, when he fucking, he fucking calls Alfred on his phone. That was... And it's, like, in big, bold fucking font. It's, like, old fucking Blackberry. Yep. <sighs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed Hawk and Dove. We sure didn't. We definitely did. <laughs> Catch you next time. Catch Maybe next the time, next episode man. will be better. Maybe. You never know. I'm Bye, hoping. everyone. Goodbye. Have a great week. Have a great life. Have a great life.